0: You're listening to Woo Sox Insider, presented by your Worcester Red Sox. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Woo Sox Insider podcast. I'm TQ here with Chris Bergstrom and Dylan McCaffrey. Decaf hey. and I just got back from a hey. from a nice little trip. Hey, what? I got something to say. Say it.
1: You know, I've been. I need to get something off my chest. Um, I don't know if this is exactly the forum that I should do this in, It is, but I'm going to do it anyways. We're here for you, Chris. So all I have to say is Jaron Duran, oh because I can,
0: <laughs> I can finally I, I
1: say Jaron Duran, I can finally say Jeter Downs. And Are how you about, ready? about when ready Chris this? Sale pitched for us last year? Yeah. How about that? Whoa, whoa. Because guess That feels like what? a curse word. Guess what?
0: Baseball is back. That's right. You're absolutely right. I was burying the lead, Chris. Baseball is back. No more bleeping out names. No more player to be named later or player name redacted on this podcast. Baseball's back. We have a deal. How good does well, that feel? We don't feel?
1: have a deal, but right, they have a deal. We, our deal, a deal is we were going to be here no matter what, so that's our deal. That's true. It's fine. There so, is a deal. There is a deal, and they're going to Florida for vacation, just like you guys went to Florida for yeah. vacation while I was sitting here at my lovely home in Attleboro during mm-hmm. the snow, cursing inside my head you guys that you were down there laying on the beach in Sanibel, Drinking your, you know, sugary drinks on the beach in Fort Myers Beach too. I like salty and, drinks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah. Yeah. But it, so, how was the beach, guys? Do you have a good time? We didn't see the beach. We
0: did see a lake and an alligator. Mm. That's true. And a pool and a hot tub at the hotel. Ah, oh, what hotel did you stay at? That's a shameless plug. Was it a nice? We one? stayed at. It wasn't nice one. It was an AC Marriott. Wow. Yeah. Nice. The good Very doctor nice hooked hotel. you guys up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Decaf and I just came back from, from minor league spring training. Of course, with our timing, we're down there. We fly back, and then a day and a half later, major leaguers start showing up
2: because the lockout's over. Uh, Less than 24 hours after we returned. was that Yeah, they needed rough? to get the minor leaguers, you guys, out of there for the big boys to show up.
0: Right, mm-hmm. it's that's genu- what it's the tri- real media is going.
2: Thank but goodness, no, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. If I, I'm, I'm prepared for my next trip. If I was down there and uh, the major leaguers were down there, I don't think I would have know how to act because I was a, uh, I was told I had uh, just the biggest grin on my face all week. I let I let every security guard let me have it. Uh was getting made fun of left and right, for looking like a rookie down there. Did you guys meet uh,
1: Vinny? Did you see Vinny Casale? He's a security guard down there, my man.
0: Vinny.
2: We we very well might have.
0: Yeah, he he's a great guy. So I should have told you to uh, special, give him a hug. Special shout out to uh, Jim, Bob, and Dwight. Those were our guys when we were yeah. down there.
2: Yeah. Mm. Um, it's true. It's true. And I, I felt like less of a rookie being around all the other rookies that were there. Uh, it wasn't like I was embarrassing myself in front of the big boys. Not yet anyway. I'll have another chance. Yeah, you were. Um, well, what do they Chris say? They was. say
1: act like you belong, decaf. Act. Everyone, like everyone
2: decaf. from my buddy, Jim, the security guard to Joe Leone is making fun of my sunburn when I'm down there. You Irishman can't handle the sun. Thanks, Joe <laughs> Yeah, there it was. It was abundantly clear. It was Decaf's
0: first time down at spring training. There, <laughs> I was getting some video of uh the players showing up, walking down from the player parking lot to the clubhouse, and Decaf like jumps in front of my shot, and it's like, oh my god, Tech is here. Jason Veriteks here. And I look over and about 50 yards away, there's a guy that looks like Jason Veritek. And then that guy turns around and starts walking towards the clubhouse himself. And it's Pete Abraham. (laughs) Nope. It was not Jason Veritek. It was not. It was a player development coach. I can't remember his name,
2: but I was very excited. I was very excited. Let me tell you
0: something, Decaf.
2: So I, I went to spring
1: training for like 18 years on the major league side.
2: And no big deal. But
1: if I was there, I would have been like, "Who the heck is this kid? Like, check his credential again, please." Because I don't every, know. If he I, I had
2: a lot of every, every gate I went through. Like, are you supposed to be here? And I'm like, the guy before that. You can ask him. You can ask the guy before him. The guy before him. They all made a call. I'm supposed to be here. <laughs> yep. So
0: there, <laughs> there was a funny interaction Decaf had with uh some of the players on the last day we were there, who they were asking us to get photos of them like dm them or emailed them photos that we were getting of them and someone came up and was like hey where can i get these photos and decaf is is wearing a woo Sox hat and quarter zip and polo and he's like oh i'm with the wister red Sox," and the guy just goes yeah i can see that good for you good for you so am i
2: i can tell yeah Oh my gosh. I got to talk to to Michael Geddes down there. Right-handed pitcher, Michael Geddes. He throws no wait. Yeah, he I saw him on the bumps. He throws gas. I it, it was I was I saw like they're all in group and then I saw them run off, you know, hitters go one way, pitchers go the other and there's there's there he is with like Bizardo and with and with Kyle Hart. He's uh I hope Just, we get to see him again this year. What what yeah, okay, I have a couple
1: questions for you guys. Go. Yeah, I'm writing Let's them hear. down right now, okay? Mm-hmm. okay? Because you guys are baseball guys, gentlemen. First and, and foremost, and Because yeah. you were down in Florida on vacation, you probably have a little bit of insight into this. Uh, and I'm going to write it down, your answers. Mm-hmm. How yep. many home runs will Tristan Casas have this year? Not just in Worcester. If he goes to Boston, you got to include that, too. If he goes up to Boston, too. Yeah, I mean, you saw him. Mean, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure I saw some video... On our social streams, if him get taking in some extra uh, BP, right?
0: Yeah, that Back was that's swing. a great story. Yeah. So I'll give I'll give Decaf. You give your number first, and I'll give my number in that story.
2: Tristan Casas, minor league and major league combined, thirty-one homers.
0: Ooh, <laughs> okay, TQ. eclipsing thirty. I'm gonna have them. Um, see now, this is gonna look bad because Tristan and I. I believe became pretty close friends when we were down there. Oh, really? I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go. Him. I'll ask. Him. I'm gonna go with 28 between Triple A and Major League.
1: I can't wait till the guys get here, and then I see you go up to Cassis and ask him. Somebody goes, "What's your name again? Who are you?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, no it's way. Great. I'm great. I'm great with names. If oh, I man. have a sunburn, they'll recognize me. Yeah. <laughs> 100. percent. A sunburn on one arm. Then they'll recognize oh my gosh.
2: You. I got You're one. You're going to walk up of, to the clip The reason I was sunburned, I got one arm of sunscreen done, and then I saw the players going out, and I just took <laughs> a- I was too excited. It's Jason
1: Veritek. No, Pete Abraham. Jason Veritek. Pete <laughs> was a nice okay. guy. I met him, too. So, <laughs> that's a story so, for another day. I got a story. Uh, anyway, I got a Pete Abraham story, but we'll save that one. Yeah, that's we'll a save, that. save that for should, when we, we we'll, get we'll him on. Day. Day. Yeah. It's a really good one. So,
0: so um, the the Tristan Costa story. But- <laughs> <laughs> the Tristan Costa story I have before we get to the next question. The first day we were down there, we're watching a simulated game, and his last at bat, he ends now, up. not striking everybody out. I, don't, I hate to stop you, but yeah, our listeners, some of our listeners might not know what a simulated game is. So, right. So the whole. All of the minor leaguers are down there from the Florida Gulf Coast League all the way through AAA. Anyone that wasn't on the 40-man roster protected by the Major League Baseball Players Association. So at spring training, what they generally do on days that they don't have games against other teams is they'll have whoever they want to see pitch against live hitting, whoever they want to see hit against live pitching, whoever they want to see in the field, They'll just play against each other. It's like a Sandlot game almost. It's really cool. Um, And Tristan Casas, his last at bat, he ends up striking out. So we go walk around the facility after. All the players go eat lunch. They shower, and they go home for the day. And Charles is walking us around, giving us a tour of the entire facility, and we go towards the batting cage, and we poke our head in there. And there's one guy in there doesn't have a bat in his hand. Big lefty, Tristan Casas, just working on his plate discipline. And he looks over at us and he goes, oh, hey guys, I didn't like my last at bat. And this is like an hour after the simulated game ended. And he has a coach throwing with, I don't know if you guys have seen it. There's like this, this screen that has uh, nine squares in it um, where it's like a simulated strike zone. And he's standing there going through his load. So the beginning of his swing, his step and turning his hips and swinging. Nothing doesn't have a bat in his hand. Again, swinging nothing at the pitches he should be swinging at and taking the pitches that his scouting report says he should take and wait for a better one. And he did that for hours after the game. Hours. It was incredible.
1: And And guess what? Sat
0: there and stared.
2: Yep. I mean, what else are you going to do? I had a camera in my hand. I'm just staring at the jaw drop watching him. Uh, the next day, we get there bright and early to try and get everyone walking in. We beat everyone there except for one guy, Tristan Casas. He's already in the cage. Sun hasn't even risen. That's the kind of guy he is. That's why he's in 30-plus th- plus homers this year. Book it. Book it. What, are, what other questions you got for
1: us, Chris? Who was the unsung hero of spring training while you were there?
0: CT. Oh, CT was a good time. See, so that's uh Christopher Troy. He was drafted out of UC Santa Barbara this last season and he was walking in like decaf, just the biggest smile on his face his first spring training. And when we're getting photos of players walking in on day 2, we were down there early morning. I have a coffee in my hand, my eyelids are half closed. And he just walks right up to me, gives me a, a big handshake, huge smile on his face. He's like, "Hey, man, what's your name?" Introduced himself, and and he he was just a great time. Uh, I think the unsung hero for me, and we'll have this out pretty soon, is Tom Karen was down there the first day we were down there, and TQ got to interview TC. It was a lot of fun, just some silly questions. Uh, and we'll we'll put that out on our YouTube channel on social. Be on the lookout for it. Should be coming within a week. Can't wait. Hashtag can't wait. <laughs> you sound like you can't wait.
1: No, I can't. <laughs> okay. Also,
2: uh, we had an Alex Cora sighting when we were down there. He's got a salt and pepper beard that, oh my goodness. Looks great. If the world gets to see it, he's he's going to do some damage. He, he, he looks like a, a celebrity, a model. He looks like, I don't even know looks great what <laughs> chris you're
0: laughing you're laughing now you won't be laughing when you see <laughs> it i promise he's you got that. Guys, the brad
2: pitt salt and
0: pepper
1: i saw it because you posted it on social but right. the other just like between, it's different seeing it in person between last week's you know the worcester crafts
2: and calling alex core a model I, just, I'm, I i'm done he looks like he's posing out there. He has this hundred-yard stare that or million-yard stare, whatever the expression is, that he just oh, he's good, you catch a gleam in his eye. He was fun to take photos of. There's a
0: lot of there's a lot of wisdom in that beard. You can tell. It's a imagine, leader's beard.
2: Imagine you're trying to play some baseball and you just see me try just like tripping over myself, trying to take pictures of you. What a good time I just had. They must be so glad I'm gone.
1: <laughs> I would say so. <laughs> So what what are your other takeaways? You guys have some other takeaways from uh Marce, from-
2: Marcelo Meyer, nicest glove I saw down there. He made one of the best plays of the week. Uh ground they were doing double play drills, ground ball at the middle. The coach even yelled, like, forget that one. He ran, he covered the ground, got to it, glove flipped to the base, barehanded double play. Uh safe. It was it was sick. Yeah. My, Meyer is the real deal.
1: He'll be in Salem probably, I would think.
2: I I, I think so. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully he's on the rise, but yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, I mean, it's not often that you hear Peter Gammons described Marcelo Meyer as falling to the fourth overall pick in last year's MLB draft. You don't really hear a guy falls to number four overall often. Marcelo Meyer, he's got the speed. He's got the glove. We didn't see him hit too much, Um, and that's not like he wasn't hitting the ball when he was up. We just didn't see him get many at-bats. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, he seems, he seems like the real deal. Um, and without
1: Ray, Espinall is not here yeah, yeah. this year. So who in, in, in my mind, he was the ace of the staff last year. I, I would say so. Yeah. Um, in my humble baseball opinion, <laughs> who do you guys think will be
0: the ace of the Wusak staff this year? Oh, that's a good question. It's hard to say because they weren't split up by um, by level. They weren't split up. Like here are the guys who we think might be in triple a or were in triple a last year. Here's the guys in double a, they're all just split up by position and working on their individual development. So that's a tough one. I might have it's to get back to you on that. Next, I mean, week that guy because... could have been on the 40 man roster though, too. Right. It right. might have not have
1: been there. So
2: this is what I'm the way I look at it. I think that the best pitcher for this season might not be on the roster yet. When the lockout started, they were like midway barely getting into like the process of the transactions. So we saw some arms down there. Like I hope Michael Geddes comes up to triple A. I hope that like Kyle Hart has a great year this year, but I think we have a lot of moves still to make and, the roster we saw down there, I think is going to change a ton before April 12th, but I think said, I we think still for now, saw Nick York, blaze Jordan, Benellas, we saw some great names down there.
1: I mean, these guys should hit, now, these guys should hit. I mean, this roster
2: should yeah. hit. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. We also got to sit down and uh, talk to the coaching staff more, got to talk to Chad Tracy, our new manager, and just got to say salt of the earth. Great guy. We, uh, we beat him there. You've said one that day.
1: about everybody you've
0: met. In spring training so far.
2: Everyone's so, so I don't happy even know down no there, Chris.
0: Everyone is so happy down there. Everyone's That's so true. kind. They were so sweet. It's worth it's so hope- accommodating. I
1: mean, I'm sure you've heard it before. Hope Springs Eternal, right? Yeah. Down there,
2: everybody. everybody's
1: zero on zero. Everybody yeah. has a chance to win the World Series.
2: That's right. And then That's you right. play
1: April, and then you're like, maybe we don't have a chance to win, but we're here to have fun. I think so spring have training,
2: spring, train. spring training could just just be year round. Just just it's baseball heaven down there. At least that's how I saw it. I'm waiting for your. What reaction are the to that, Chris? I was waiting yeah. for you to. Uh, I was waiting. Everything's for you to baseball heaven here. You.
1: you say that at Polar Park. You say that at the you know Crompton Park down the street. Like it's just like you baseball heaven. It's fine. I'm like, but Decap, that's a basketball court. Baseball heaven. I love it. It's cool.
0: Chris, um, to answer your last question, I will say out of the people we've seen down there. I think Kyle Hart, probably the workhorse in the Woo Sox rotation next year. Um, But coming out of the bullpen, both John Schreiber and Caleb Ort looked awesome. They looked fantastic down there. It looked like they had them all last year, right? right? right. It looked like they, those two guys, it looked like they didn't miss a beat. It was like, they didn't stop throwing in like live game action. They looked great.
1: Yeah. And like now that the 40 man roster is going to report down there, and I'm sure people are going to start wondering who's going to end up in Worcester playing for the Woo Sox. The outfield is really crowded in Boston. And then mm-hmm. you got somebody like Jaron Duran. Do you think he ends up in Worcester? I mean, especially with Jackie Britt, JBJ is back. But here's look at the outfield. Look at right. the outfield right now. And then if you go in Boston re-sign somebody like Schwarber, or I mean he plays outfield, JD
0: can play outfield. I mean, just name your outfield just right now. Yeah. For Dugos out there, Kike is out there. This is yeah. so nice to be able to say these names. Wow. Yeah. No. yeah
2: seriously. <laughs> so Kike somebody's, Hernandez.
0: I mean, somebody's okay. coming to Worcester.
1: There's just right. not enough room for everybody. So I have to give my could... my
2: analytical opinion. I think we're seeing Duran. What do you guys like? Do you agree? I think we're seeing Duran at Polar Park. I,
1: I think you see him to start the season and then we'll yeah. see what happens with the guys that are up there. Um, and then, you know, you see where the chips fall at that point. I, mm-hmm. I don't see since he already had a, a taste of the big leagues last year, I don't see how he can be
0: here all year. Definitely I, not.
2: I think for, for Jaron Duran in that outfield, you know, they got, they got JBJ back and he's obviously the defensive wizard. I think that, Duran's skills we saw last year were his speed and in his bat. I think that his next jump to the majors is his glove. If he can have a glove that can compete with, you know, guys like Kike and JBJ in that outfield. And I think that's what gets in the major league spot.
1: Yeah. But the other thing is too, is if, if you can make up for the glove on either side of them and he's going to hit home runs for you. I mean, that's that's a thing, too. Okay, yeah, so you we, we could see Jaron Duran. I mean, there's many things. Gonna, there's going to be trades that happen now and stuff like that, so it could open mm-hmm. up some space in the outfield and maybe he starts up there. Um, I could say we talked about Casas. He'll probably be here for sure, right? Jeter Downs, I would yeah. think locked to be yep. in Worcester.
0: Connor uh, Wong.
1: Who are you guys most excited to see
0: come April? I'm, I'm really excited about the trio of – Tristan Casas, Jeter Downs, and Connor Wong. Obviously, Downs and Wong coming from the Mookie Betts trade. I think it took a little of a little bit of a learning curve and a little bit of uh, some getting used to in this new ballpark and in the cold, just in general. Um, all of the Dodgers affiliates are in warmer climates for sure, uh, and I'm I'm really really excited because those guys started heating up long and downs uh, towards the end of the season. I'm really excited to see them just going at it this year. And then Casas is potentially a generational talent. Uh, when we were talking to Pete Abraham down at spring training, I think it was Pete's first time, like seeing him in person. And Casas was walking from one field over to another and, and Pete came up to me and just went, Holy smokes. Casas is a moose. Like he'll he he's a you, big dude.
1: So when he first reported the Worcester, I was standing downstairs near our loading dock where the players come in. And this guy's walking up to the door and I'm standing in, in Jeff Castor's office, Jeff Castor works for the Sox, Great guy. And I'm looking out this window there and I'm like, who is that monster? Like this guy's just walking towards the, yeah, and he gets, and I recognize his face and he's got such a young face Mm -hmm. and he's
0: just gigantic and here's something to make to make everyone feel old he was born in the year 2000 but the thing is to his age like he's gonna fill in even more and he when people could when you can come to the ballpark this year and see him he you're right he is he's he's gigantic right usually for people who are that size too you think like they can hit the snot out of the ball how are they in the field? Casas can pick it in the mm-hmm. field. He was even getting some work in at third base, looked really good. He moves very, very well for a guy who's 6'4 or taller, 220 something. He's he moves really well. He can pick it.
1: You know who I'm looking forward to see too? And and he might not even be here, honestly, because he has a shot to make is Seabold.
0: Like, yeah. I think
1: we just saw at the end of last year when he came back what he'll be able to do but I think he has a shot of making the rotation in Boston potentially too. So Mm -hmm. we'll have to wait and see if he ends up here.
2: TQ took like four guys' names just now, but who I'll say is uh, one guy who's got a great bat and one guy who's got a great glove and they're fighting their way. I feel like into the conversation, we have the big names down there like Meyer and uh, York and Manelis and Jordan and, everyone else and i think that ryan fitzgerald is fighting his way into being in that conversation whereas he wasn't you know the top scouted guy coming out of our system but he is with down there with those guys working in those groups every day i talked to him while we were down there i'm looking forward to seeing him this year and mm-hmm. izzy wilson hit a bomb in one of the sim games and he's oh my a big goodness. big lefty he uh he could surprise some people
0: Yeah, he made he made the facility stand still for a second during those simulated games are really relaxed. And on day one of it wasn't even position players report date, but most of the guys have been down there since mid-February. The first day we were down there was supposed to be minor league pitchers and catchers officially report. Everyone was there already. And as far as media and some of the coaches go and Charles, a lot of it was seeing people you haven't seen in months or maybe even years catching up with them while this simulated game is going on. So people are chatting, talking to each other, catching up. And Izzy Wilson steps up to the plate. You hear the crack and everyone fell silent. Everyone snapped their neck over towards the field to look and hit a ball probably 420 feet down the right field line. Gone. I think one of the most interesting things of this spring
1: training is going to be they're going to have very few spring games now because opening day, I think, is April 7th. So and the Mm -hmm. games won't start till like the 20th. But usually the minor league guys get into those games because the big leaguers will only play the first two or three innings. I don't think that's going to be the fact this year. I think that these guys are going to have to get their bats in and go almost the whole entire game. Right. Yeah. So. I, I think so I think it's gonna hurt the minor leaguers a little bit in the sense of that they're not gonna be exposed as much to major league pitching or or get into the games as much.
0: Yeah, we might see some slow offense at the beginning of the year for that reason because I think pitchers, minor league pitchers are gonna be able to get their work in because they aren't gonna be stretching major league guys right away down at spring training because a lot of them They have been working out on their own, but a a lot of them haven't been seeing the team doctors and physicians, and they haven't been going uh, to the facility and stretching their arms out like they usually do for spring training. So I think a lot of major league arms during spring training are going to go the one inning, two innings, three innings in the first couple of weeks. And that leaves a lot of innings for some triple-A, double-A guys to to chew up during spring because they've been going since – Valentine's day is what they were told us. They were down on February 14th, starting to do mini camp uh, in Fort Myers. So I think a lot of pitchers might be ready to go early on in the season, as opposed to, like you said, Chris, these hitters are going to want to get as many live at bats as possible. And we see with major league baseball banning the shift in this collective bargaining agreement, The priority seems like it's going to be hitting last year. They banned any foreign substances or sticky stuff for pitchers, making things a little harder for pitchers. They can't get as well of a grip on the ball. Now you're seeing the banning of the shift. So the field is opening up for hitters. I think we're going to see a lot of big league guys get a lot of at bats in spring training. And I think that's going to mean come the start of the Woo Sox season, we might see a lot of pitchers duels at Polar Park. How, what do you
1: guys think David Ortiz's career batting average would have been if he was playing and wouldn't be able to shift on him? Like,
0: like, that's just crazy. 600. It would have been like the 2013 World Series every series.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Okay. I think we're getting close to the end here. So I, I my final question to you both is I need you guys to be completely honest with me. And let's get Never. through this, you know, work, work, work thing. How many bathing suits would you actually bring to Florida with you?
2: I brought one. I don't own a bathing suit that fits. I brought shorts. Yeah. I wore those in the you, you are
1: such a rookie. You at least have to bring one bathing suit to spring training with you. Cause as much as you tell people you will not go to the pool or go to the beach, chances are if, if you guys know. were there for a couple more days, you would have went. So
0: Yeah, definitely. One of our one of our uh carpool drivers told us, You gotta get down to Fort Myers Beach, man. And beaches in the northeast, like they're just the sand and ocean. i was like "Ah, you got
1: to go to sanibel island
0: yeah (laughs) and i was like yeah well you know i don't know if i have time to lounge on the beach and he was like nah dude like (laughs) beach beach beachfront bars fort myers beach is different like beachfront bars open till 2 a.m like clubbing and stuff and knowing we were waking up at 5 30 like i go to the ballpark people uh, people don't
1: understand that either like we all get to the ballpark if you're working spring training like before the players get there, which is like, yeah, early. like the sun's early. early
0: yeah. Early. Yeah. So we're finishing up our day around four or five in the afternoon after working on some footage at, or editing some photos or uploading photos for people in Worcester to edit. And we were just going like, yeah, there's absolutely zero chance. We're taking a, a 15, 20 minute ride to Fort Myers beach to stay there until 2 a.m. And then get back to the facility in three and a half hours. There's not a shot, but the pool and a uh, hot tub, very nice, very relaxing. Very nice. Yeah. So T- TQ, yeah. I know everybody
1: was listening, everybody was watching. So we going to want to come here and uh, see all these players that we just talked about. So how can they do that?
0: Mm-hmm. How can they do that? Tickets are on sale right now, and if you want to do it immediately. Tickets are still available for opening day. Buy your single game ticket for opening day. Opening day ceremonies are always incredible. You never know who you're going to see on the field on opening day. You might get a five-minute speech for play ball. There might be Chris Bergstrom down there. You might see Smiley, Woofster, their friends, Wally, Tessie, Orson. You never know. So buy your single game tickets for opening day. They're on sale right now. You can go to woosocks.com or you can call 508-500-8888 or come by the ballpark. It's starting to get nice outside. It's 50-something degrees today as we're recording no this tomorrow. On Friday. Come when the snow melts. Come in the snow. Trudge down here through the slush. It doesn't matter. Get your single-game tickets because sunnier days are on the horizon. Decaf and I can tell you that because we were just in it. Buy your single-game tickets. We'll Buy see your St. You Patrick's Day
2: merch. Happy St. Patrick's Day from your favorite sunburnt Irishman. See you around.